This is episode 51 of Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. Today, you get to listen in on a conversation that I had with the ambitious mom coach herself, Christian Moon. Christian Moon is a mentor for teen moms because she was a teen mom herself. But mostly, she helps women create balance between their motherhood and their personal identity. She's inspiring and so knowledgeable, and you are not going to want to miss a single second. But first, if you're new to this program, thank you for being here. Don't forget to subscribe or download so you don't miss any of the family-oriented content that I put out here each and every week. You have lots of options of podcasts, and I'm so glad that you chose this one, and you're going to be glad you did. As you listen to Christian, someone might pop in your mind that needs inspiration like this, especially a young mom that needs encouragement. Be ready to share this episode. Feel free to share it with someone who needs a little encouragement today. You've been upgraded to Parenting 2.0. New expectations requires a new mindset, the focused mindset. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a family mindset coach. Raising kids is an amazing journey, and things don't always turn out as planned. Still, you get to share your life with an adult in training. This podcast will help you meet every new challenge with confidence and be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today we are welcoming a very special guest, Christian Moon. And I met her in the most bizarre way on a place called Clubhouse. If you guys don't know about it, you should find it. But we right away gravitated uh, to each other because we both absolutely love strengthening families. And thank you for being here, Christian. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cher, for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, you also have another passion that I also share, and that's journaling. And you have a journal that you call Ambitious with a Purpose. That's a tough thing for us to sometimes really put in our life, isn't it? Ambition. And so tell us a little bit, first of all, about your journal. Okay. Yeah. So I do have a journal, which is called Ambitious with a Purpose, like you said. And um, the journal is formulated around finding an identity outside of motherhood. So we have motherhood. Motherhood is awesome. But as moms or as women, sometimes we fail to make a little time for ourselves. And as we know, journaling can be very therapeutic for us. Um, And there's several topics that I touch on, like self-care, mommy guilt. It is just pretty much a coaching tool to kind of coach you into finding an identity outside of motherhood and just taking care of yourself as a woman. How did you start to fall in love with journaling yourself? Well, honestly, since I was a kid, I always loved journaling. It goes back to when, you know, we had our diaries and our journals that we were hide from our parents. And um, I actually remember I used to have the little password journal back in the day. (laughs) Um, Maybe share my age. 
But um, I always loved to write and I, I really loved just being able to express myself because um, just being able to put on to paper like how I felt, I just always felt better after doing it. So even um, once I got to high school and college, like that was like my best friend, my journal, just being able to write my feelings and release it for the day and just go about my day the next day. And um, then when I started my journey with helping moms, I started noticing that a lot of women love journaling, but it was more so like you just had the blank pages. You didn't have like the questions or something to really get you thinking. And I have had experience with guided journals um, before, and I've utilized them for like goal setting and all of those things. And they work so well with just asking the questions that I guess I didn't think of. And um, I like that aspect of it. So that's when I decided to make my own guided journal, where it's more than just blank pages. It's actually putting things into perspective and getting you to think about things more. Yeah. You know, yeah. that is true. It's like, I, you kind of, it sounds like you organically started falling in love with journaling. You didn't yeah. really have anybody that sat down and said, Hey, you should try journaling or anything. Right. Like that. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> see what's great is, and I, I was very much the same way. I started journaling just because I guess someone gave me a book with blank pages and I thought it would be a great idea. But I think that there's probably with a lot of the kids being online as much as they are and texting and that kind right. of thing that maybe they're not really finding that as a tool right. quite as much as we did, you know, because right. they just quickly text to a friend or quickly text. And um, I think it might be something that parents need to really show their kids about yeah. the power of journaling because they might not come across it like we did, you think? Yeah, I do agree with that because especially with, say, for instance, Facebook, you're, you know, putting your emotions out onto a Facebook status. But um, the good thing about journaling is that you also get a chance to go back and read your thoughts. So I have some journals from years ago that I go back and I read, like, what what frame of mind was I in? And I see, um, you know, I, I'm able to reflect and see, like, what what where I'm where I am now and what changes I made. And I feel like, I don't know, you can do that on the face, Facebook timeline, but journaling is just totally different. So like, that is definitely something that I'm going to introduce to my daughter. She's only three right now, but once she gets up in age, that is something that I'm going to introduce to her because I know that it was very helpful for me, even as like a teenager, when I was just regular uh, journaling, it felt good to be able to just release my thoughts because kids have to deal with so much peer pressure and all type of things. So to just have somewhere to put those feelings, you know, I feel like you're hurt, you know, in a universe, mm -hmm. I feel like it's really good. Yeah. And like you said, being able to reflect on where you were and how far you've come. And yes. sometimes we, we just remember how far we still have to go and yeah. we forget to think, wait a minute, I've actually come a pretty long ways. Yeah. And yeah. even um, just regular journaling, sometimes it really depends. Some people may go back and actually like reread that. But in my journal specifically, I have like sections of like self-reflection. And then I also oh. have a full like 30 pages dedicated to is uh, a year from now. So basically going back to see everywhere that you were at and seeing the improvement. So it's, it's very, it's very, um, how can I put this? Um, intentional. It's very intentional. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so I didn't even know that. So it, it takes you, it allows you to reflect and then it also allows you to make plans for the future. Yep, exactly. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, that, that's a pretty cool twist on it. 
because yeah. <laughs> one thing to just write in the moment, but it's a whole yeah. other thing to add those elements to it. Oh my goodness. I love it. And so I'm, the thing that makes me curious is how did you get to a point where you wrote a, where you thought, Hey, I need to write a journal to really help people. Tell us a little bit about your story. Okay. So for me, I was a young mom. I had my son when I was 17. And um, of course I, I would have wanted to wait. And, um, but there were issues that I feel like when I was pregnant that I always held on to, because again, I was so young. So I was very impressionable. And I don't know if you got, if you have had this experience where um, people say to you, Hey, yeah, you better uh, cherish the rest of these months being pregnant because once you have that kid, your life is over. (laughs) And me being young, you know, I listen. I'm like, oh, wow, my life is over after this. And I really struggled with having an identity because I felt like from what people told me, you know, and what was portrayed, you know, even in TV or um, the Internet is that that's that's all you are when you have a child you're just a mom and I really struggled with uh doing anything outside of motherhood and then it came to a point where I was burning out um I there was resentment that I felt like for being a mom due to that and um eventually I was able to turn my situation around gradually and I I'm thankful for that because some people you know they don't have that aha moment but I was able to turn myself around and look at it in a different way. Cause I also talk about in my journal too, uh, positive thinking habits, you know, um, the way that you look at a situation. And once I started to, I don't, I don't even want to say find balance because I don't feel like balance will ever exist, but just being able to make some time for other things outside of motherhood. So whether it's hanging out with your girlfriends or doing something for you, a lot of times what I noticed is that when I started actually doing things for me, I would come back and I would feel better. And I feel like it made me a better mom. So mm-hmm. that's when I started to think like, okay, how many other women are dealing with this? So then we're in these groups like the clubhouse group, Facebook mom groups. And I'm hearing the, the same exact things where people are literally crying out for help. Moms are, you know, and saying like, I don't know how to just get some extra time for myself, you know, or I feel bad about it. That's when, you know, the whole mommy guilt situation comes in. And um, so that's when I say, you know what, I want to do something where I can help moms who are in a situation that I once was in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden you started realizing I wasn't alone in this journey. There's moms all over the place that are currently in the middle of that and they're feeling it, you know? Wow. And gosh, we spoke a little bit before we started recording about how that just very well could have been, uh, have gotten worse because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic that we've been in and that moms may be even more feeling it because of being in the house so much and being with their kids so very, very much, um, Oh gosh, what what kind of message do you have to parents that are going through that kind of thing right now? Yeah, um, I feel like just finding what works for you because everybody's journey is not going to be the same. And I think that's where the whole social media thing sometimes can come into play. We see moms on social media. We feel like everybody is doing so great. And sometimes we let it get the best of us or sometimes it can be even other moms shaming, you know? Um, So I feel like just understanding that your journey is your journey and taking just a little bit of time for yourself. 
And it all starts with small steps. So it can be something as simple as taking a bath by yourself. Um, because for me, my daughter likes to come in the bathroom when I'm taking a bath. But now I make it a rule that no, that 30 minutes that I'm taking a bath, that's my time. And mm-hmm. in the beginning, it may seem selfish um, because like I said, that's where like mommy guilt and all that type of stuff comes into play, but it gets easier as time goes on. So I just say really start off small because you owe yourself that. And I promise you, it's going to make you a better parent. I know that I've ran into a lot of parents that I work with that when they start, they just feel like they have nothing left. Yeah. And you ask some of those type of questions and you say, well, when was the last time that you took some, a few minutes to themselves? Um, you could almost see like, well, I'm all about my kids. What? I would never do that. And it almost takes a minute for them to start to understand, wait a minute, that's what's missing. Yes. You know, that that's what's missing for me right now. I haven't filled up my own cup. I don't have nothing left to give because I'm too busy giving everywhere. You know, that's just, it's tough. It's, I mean, it's tough being a mom and feeling like it's on your shoulders and Mm -hmm. then allowing yourself to have the time that you need. Ugh, we've, we've, we've all been there, but the bottom line is when we've seen the other side, we want to reach in and help more parents. You can take time for yourself. You can do this and it will give you strength and it will give yes. you the power that you need, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I know that I recently in my uh, course that I did conversations that empowered, mm-hmm. I felt strongly that I needed to incorporate some type of journaling. So I didn't have anything even near as it, as in, as uh, in all encompassing as your journal is, but uh-huh. I just put in there a 30 day journal guided journal on how to have better conversations with your kids. So you could do the same thing. You could reflect, you can write yeah. down, you could practice throughout the day and then say, how did that go? You know? And so I know how, how powerful it can be because come to find out that component of my course, people talk about that even sometimes more than the videos and all that kind of stuff. That's when they learned, right? That's when they really grew. So have you, uh, have you noticed some empowering moments, if you will, with your journal where people have had aha moments or anything like that, that you could share with us? Yes. Yes. So um, the one thing that sticks out to me that moms always tell me, um, I touch on about utilizing your support system more And a lot of moms always come back to me like, I struggle so hard with that. And I know it's because of the whole super mom thing. We feel like we can take on a world or sometimes we just don't feel comfortable asking for help. But I've had moms tell me that that chapter in particular, when they started um, asking for help, you know, utilizing their support system and um, they actually made more time for themselves. They were able to make more time, Um, delegating tasks, things like that, because what I'm seeing is that um, sometimes it could be an issue where we're just uncomfortable or we feel like we're less than if we have to ask for help. And also, too, there's a lot of people that actually wants to help us, but maybe they just haven't offered. But if we ask, they're, you know, they're there to help. And I also have a part in my journal where I talk about, um, you know, telling your support system that you're thankful, because a lot of times when someone helps us, And we let them know, like, you know, I really appreciate that because that helped me get a little bit of time for myself. You know, I really was struggling with having time for myself. A lot of times then they'll start offering to help you, you know, but it's it's just putting it out there, letting people know, because a lot of people don't know what you're going through, especially us as moms. I feel like we 
put on this super mom cape and we pretend to have it all together. So they don't know. They're just looking at what we portray, you know? So a lot of people have come back to me and said that was something that really, really helped them because they had support, but they just weren't utilizing it correctly or just wasn't asking for help. Right. Because our natural incarnate, when someone comes to us, What's our natural thing to say? I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I, I was that girl. I was that girl. Trust me. And I'm telling you, I don't know if it's an ego thing or it's just we want to have it all figured out. Our society makes, you know, paints this image that moms do have it all figured out. So we want to join in. But I'm telling you, once I started doing that, I started noticing I had a lot more time than I, you know, than I thought I had. Just by like, that. who am I trying to fool? I don't got it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't. What do I got? <laughs> I got stress. I got. <laughs> yep. Yep. Anxiety. <laughs> like, who needs that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I, I, that's, that's kind of, that's me too. I mean, I definitely fall into that trap, but I think that probably if all, most moms are honest with themselves, there's yeah. been times where they say, I got it. And they're like, no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of empowering, right? That's what you're saying. It's empowering to say, hey, hey, you offered to come over and help um, take the kids to the park. How about yes? I yes. will take you up on that. Yes. And, and let them know. Thank you. And thank you. I really needed that. And I'm telling you, it'll make people want to help even more. But if you're just, you know, closed off and you're saying you have it together, that's what they have to go with. And then it's like, what can I help you with? Right. Like, yeah. what can I, you know, yeah. uh, let me make, when I make some cookies, I'm going to make some extra cookies for my sister or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, that's really what it's all about is that I think we forgot how to reach out and talk to people for a while there during this yeah. pandemic. Yeah. I yes. think we forgot for a little bit, like we got mm -hmm. so intense with, no, we can't go anywhere and there's going to be germs and we got to take yeah. care of ourselves. And it's like, we forgot about our community for a minute there. Do you think? Right. I mean, gosh, yeah. I have sisters right around the corner and there was months that I didn't uh -huh. even make much contact with her at all, you know, yeah. and it was because that's what we thought was the right thing to do. But then we lose our help. Mm -hmm. We lose exactly. what we need. Exactly. Ugh. Exactly. Yeah. This and, oh my gosh. definitely changed things for sure. And here you have a teenager and a three-year-old. Yes. Two totally different ends of the spectrum. So, you know, I have to be very creative, but that's another thing that I talk about, you know, delegating because um, my son is a teenager. So I have him help me, you know, with my younger, my younger daughter, because I can't do everything, you know, and I, I, I'm woman enough to say that I can't and use my resources. And that helps a lot lot as well <laughs> and, you, and, and be surprised kids don't mind helping yeah they they, you, they will give you a little pushback but when push comes to shove at the end of the day you're creating their bonding moments like if you yeah. don't, force it, don't you think like if you don't force a teenager to do things now and then then it's them that misses out <laughs> <That's the way> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gonna miss yeah. out on your sister I can't allow that to happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, I think this stuff is so important. I mean, some part of it is just that when we've been through it, we don't want we want others to be able to have a easier load if possible. You know, yes. we want them to be able to learn from the things we've been through. And mm -hmm. I read um, a little bit about your bio and saw that you went through single parenthood. 
Yes. And you, you had to navigate through that. And that is tough. It is. Uh, what are some of the, yeah. I mean, I just thought let's, let's get into it. You know, let's be real. What are some of the things that you learned that was challenging through that time that, that helped you come out the other end? What are some things you went through? Yeah. So, um, I was actually a young mom too, because I was 17 and, um, I ended up being a single parent and I, what the most thing that I feel like helped me was, um, developing positive thinking habits. I do feel that the way that you think definitely comes into play and will kind of dictate how things will go. Of course, the journey still was hard, even when I was thinking positive. But what I noticed was that when I was in my situation, I was so negative, negative about it and consumed in it, you know, just consumed in the fact of what the other parent wasn't doing. I wasted a lot of time. Um, Once Mm -hmm. I transformed my thinking, I was able to utilize that time in more effective ways. So I was able to spend that time, you know, working, picking up extra hours. You know, that was, I was in the process of trying to buy us a home at that time and um, go back to school because initially when I became pregnant, I had to drop out of school because I didn't have a babysitter. So that was a struggle. And it was very hard for me mentally because I've always been like a A student. Like I've always excelled. And my mom was a, a, um, a young mom who had to drop out of school too. So for me, it's like, oh my God, I'm continuing this cycle. And as long as I was thinking that way, I didn't have the chance to improve. But once I changed my thoughts, then I went back, I got my um, certificate and then I went to college, got my degree. You know, I, I walked across the stage, literally crying with tears down my, coming down my eyes and my son was in the audience. And to me, honestly, that probably was better than walking across the stage at 18, you know, and just being able to prove to myself that you can still go to college, you can still get a good job, you can still buy a home, all of those things um, was major for me, because there, I'm not going to say that it wasn't tough, it was, but it got so much easier when I started thinking more so about the future, as opposed to what's going on in the present. I can't help the fact that I'm a single mom. You know, if I could help that, of course, who wants to be a single mom and deal with everything by themselves, you know? But at the same time, what I can do is control, well, not control, but try to have a better future going forward. And I I tell anybody this, I swear by this, sometimes your thinking will really dictate how the situation will go because Mm -hmm. we all are dealt some crazy cards. Okay. (laughs) But sometimes our thinking will have us kind of stagnant to where we spend so much time thinking about what's going on that we're not game planning or uh, doing anything to better the situation. So that is crucial. That's what I would tell. I know the journey is hard. Trust me. It was super hard for me. Um, But at the same time, being able to think positive about the situation opened up way more doors for me to just still excel and do the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, you just imagine uh, people that are stuck right where you are Yeah, and you know, right where you were, you're not there anymore, but right right where you were in that moment, I'm picturing it where of course you're going to be tempted to not only have the anger, like you said, or frustration that things aren't happening with the dad, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. But then on top of it, you had to all of a sudden say, wait a minute, am I just doing the same thing that my mom did, the thing that I didn't want to do that my mom did? And that can get you in a a terrible spot, you know, like mentally. I I totally understand. And it's like all of a sudden, 
you, I mean, what did, what are some of the things that worked for you to actually start to think in a more mm-hmm. productive way and in a way that was actually helpful to you rather than harmful? Yeah. So one thing for sure, um, being around the correct group of people, because sometimes if you're around negative people, you can uh, see your situation in a negative light. My mom, even though she was um, a young mom, she was very, very much in tune with, (laughs) you know, making sure that I'm successful. So she was very supportive. So I had a a Mm -hmm. very supportive mom, dad, stepdad. I had a tribe, okay? It wasn't just me. But also to um, my first job, I worked at this dry cleaners and um, this little Korean lady um, hired me when I was 16 years old and I stayed there for about 10 years. So that was like my only job that I had until I entered the corporate world. And um, she was like a mentor to me. She kind of like took me in because I worked there so long and she helped me with so many different things too. And I think that played a huge part too, because even having my family, which was awesome, having to someone from outside my family take an interest in, you know, making sure that like I stay on the right track and I stay focused and stuff. That was very huge for me too. So I, I really feel like having the right people, that's what worked for me. Um, and being journaling definitely played a huge part because I was able to, um, have my feelings because there's nothing wrong with feeling your feelings, feeling anger, you know, frustration because it's natural. But at the same time, just not letting it get you down. So I was able to journal my feelings and release it. That's it. Next page is tomorrow, you know. Um, and that's what worked for me, journaling and my support system. And that's why I'm so big on utilizing your support system, but then also too, um, letting them know that you're thankful because I wouldn't have made it without my support system, you know. So and, and then yeah. And then a couple years later, I met my husband and then he played a huge, huge part in helping me with my son, you know? So it, it really, <laughs> I, I can't say enough about support system, but also to positive thinking because I could have been in a space where I wasn't able or ready to like accept that help and that love because of my feelings towards what happened in my past. Yeah. But what's blowing my mind is right, right now is who knew when you applied for that little job when you were 16, that yes. that lady would, would play such a huge role in your life, you know, yes. like, that, that blows me away. It just shows like, it actually shows you and I that are on mm-hmm. this side of it and many other people that reach out and help someone yes. because you don't know what a difference they're, you're going to make in their life. I mean, mm-hmm. she could have just been to herself and not yeah. chose to say a word. But she chose to, you know, motivate you in such a way that's one way or another, it like spoke to you. I think that's so cool. Yep, it is. It is. And that's why I actually uh, mentor um, younger moms in my city of Detroit. And I help them with the same thing. Basically, I do it through this organization called Sisters of Detroit. And pretty much I help them get like resources. But the main thing that I do is just be like a support system. So anytime they want to text me or call me, talk about anything, just being that support system for them. And I mentor them until their child is uh, one years old. So like right now I have an 18 year old. She just turned 18. Yeah. And um, her daughter is six months now, but we've been together for probably about seven, eight months. And I'm going to be with her until her baby turns one in September. So being able to give back and that that's that's really good for me because I always said like once I got settled in my life I wanted to be that because I the support system helped me a lot you know so I wanted to be that for them so 
So they have that program in Detroit, Michigan. What's it called? Yeah. Um, Sisters of Detroit. How cool is that? Yeah. I wonder if they have it other places as well. That is something that really should be in every city, shouldn't it? Yeah, and I feel like that's another thing too, because I don't know, you know, because at that time too, like I said, I was young and the internet was not as huge as it was. So there could have been resources that I just didn't know about. But that's another thing that I always tell moms, you know, utilize the internet, utilize your community resources, because there are a lot of resources for things like that, because it is an issue, you know, where moms need yeah. support. And like my um girl that I'm mentoring, one thing that they really uh, stayed on the mentors about while she was pregnant, while they're pregnant is to make sure that their mental health is okay, because they don't want them delivering the babies early, you know, having right, premature babies. Right. And I had my son premature and I'm pretty wow. sure it stemmed from how I felt during my pregnancy, you know, so that's very important. Oh my gosh. That's so important. And you take it, yeah. somebody who's already, like you just mentioned, they're already saying, what am I walking myself into? They right. have people speaking into their life, either low key or straight up telling them, oh, your life is going to be over. Ha, ha, yes. ha. Think about, you're talking to someone who's about to have a baby, have some yes. understanding, you know? So it's like, man, do they need people like you? And that just, I mean, it encourages me because, you know, it's like you watch the way, the things that you say to people. And when you choose to reach out like that, I'm sure that even that one mente is never going to be the same because you're able to say a different narrative. Rather yes. than what they're hearing to say, actually, no, your life isn't in yes. any way, shape, or form <laughs> over. It's yeah. just beginning in so many ways. You know, when we have kids, it's like, it's like our life just begins Yeah. because our eyes are open to a whole new level of love, a whole new level of caring. And it's our mindset to look at it that way, because right. we can look at it like, you know what? this is it. Now I'm just in my home taking care of this kid. It's yep. just <laughs> crying all the time. Or we can say, wow, I get to do this. I yes. get to take care of it. That was one of my biggest mindset shifts. Honestly, if, if I'm going to be honest, I, the one thing that made the biggest difference for me when I had a complainy crappy attitude was changing from, I have to, to, I get to. Yeah. And I just decided that, you know, I'm going to tell myself, I get to help my daughter when she's in need. I get to, you know, even when my daughter, my, my daughters are uh, older. I don't have any little guys like you do yeah. anymore. But um, I remember when my teenager got in a car accident, uh -huh. I even used that with her. You know what? She called me. I get to go help her. She's alive. Yeah. I get to help her with this, all of this. And so I remember someone coming up to me and being like, well, oh my gosh, you had to deal with all the insurance and stuff like that. And I thought, I didn't even really look at it that way because yeah. I was helping my daughter. Isn't it crazy how Absolutely. your mind can just change? Yeah, it is just crazy. Yeah, it is power. So I, it's definitely power in words and power in your thoughts for sure. I totally resonate with that. It's like the power of changing your thoughts. People think, "What?" Doesn't that kind of like weird? <laughs> no, it's actually true. <laughs> it is. I tell people, I swear by it. <laughs> yep. it's all in how you look at it. So. I said it wrong earlier, actually. It's ambition or ambitious with a purpose. Ambitious with a purpose. Okay. So ambitious with a purpose. Let's just take a minute to let listeners know how they can find your journal and your coaching and everything that you're putting out there for, for mothers. 
Okay. So um, it is available on my website. The website is my full name. So it's www.christianmoon.com. And I also have a coaching package on there, which is actually titled the same thing, Ambitious with a Purpose Coaching Package. And then I also have the journals available as well. And um, if we have any moms that's in the Michigan area, I'm doing a lot of community events. Like we have one coming up for uh, Mother's Day, actually, um, where we are doing a free event for the moms. And we're just asking for moms to bring toiletries so we can give to like domestic violence shelters and all that good stuff, moms that are in those type of situations. And um, yeah, that's, that's where everything is at, right on my website. Oh my gosh. I'm going to put all of it in the show notes too. So people can easily click over and it's just so neat to talk to a like-minded mom all the way over Michigan. (laughs) Here I am in California (laughs) and, you know, just be able to have a meeting of the minds to say, wow, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes being a parent, but when we do it together, when we talked about it, Mm -hmm. it makes it seem lighter. It makes it seem so much easier. It does. I mean, what do you, what would you say? I mean, I, I just want to hear you speak to that parent that's going through it. You know, they're going through it right here, right now. And they're uh-huh. feeling like, this is my dark hour. Their thoughts are icky. You know, <laughs> what, what would you say to that parent right now? Um, what I would say is that it gets easier. It may not seem like um, it will, but it does. It just starts with just trying different things every day. Some things may not work. Um, But at the same time, I feel like just trying and implementing just a little bit of time for yourself, whether it is journaling, whether it is just um, like I was telling Cher, just going in the bathroom and (laughs) locking yourself away from your kid for 20 minutes just to get a good soak in a tub, whatever it is, just taking that time for yourself because you do want to take time for yourself so you can be a better mom. Um, And also to just understanding that Parent, as parents, our job is to be mothers for sure, but you were a woman before you were a mother. And just don't forget that. Don't forget that you matter too. I love that. We just, we gotta be, we gotta find ourselves so we can yeah. be our best self. Yeah. Yeah. If we're so busy rushing around, that's the message that is the hardest. I mean, I'm honestly, that's the hardest message because parents forget that they're not just a parent. They're also, you know, they're also Christian. They're also share. They're also their own ambitious person that, that needs to find that, you know, and cultivate that, you know, and that's kind of what I think when I, I think of the, the words that you chose, they were very deliberate because Mm -hmm. to choose, to choose to be ambitious and to choose to have a purpose, right? Those two things. Yeah. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about how you came up with that exact title and, and how it helps people. Okay. So for me, ambitious has always been a very, very huge part of my vocabulary. That's been like my theme, ambitious, because um, I've always been super ambitious. And when I had my child, like I expressed, I had a huge issue with finding an identity outside of that. And what I was always told was that your purpose is your kids once you become a mother, right? Which is definitely true. So what when I came up with ambitious with a purpose is me being ambitious as a woman, as Christian, but then at the same time, still having my purpose. That makes it even greater. A lot of the things that I go for when I'm being ambitious, 
it's a direct result of my purpose, my children. Um, So just being able to be ambitious as a woman and then still having your kids, your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think that you're going to be surprised at how many people in your area and others Mm -hmm. are going to really cling to that idea because uh, yeah, ambition is important, but if you couple it with your purpose and you begin to unpack what your purpose is, yeah. it's like you're unstoppable, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with it. That's another thing I no. just want to let you moms know. It's nothing wrong with being who you want to be, doing the things you want to do. Our life doesn't stop. It just becomes greater with kids. It becomes greater. <laughs> I hope everybody jumps over to www.christianmoon.com. Get everything that you're putting out there in this world because we need it. Yes. For sure. <laughs> and if they're on Clubhouse, hey, look us up. You can, yep. find, you can find me. You can find you. We are there. We are talking yes. to parents. We are helping as can <laughs> in this world that we're in. Yes, one parent at a time. <laughs> one parent at a time. Oh my goodness. So, well, I'm sure that we'll have lots of moments to talk, but I just, again, want to thank you so much for taking a few minutes to be on my podcast and to help parents just find their purpose and be who they need to be in this world. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for having this amazing platform to help moms and parents all over the world um because this this is a really good outlet so i appreciate you for even putting in the time to have something like this oh you're welcome that was so fun talking to christian and i hope you guys were inspired not only for yourselves but to go out and be a mentor for somebody else and hop on over to our website christianmoon.com and if you'd like to learn more on my website, thefocusedmindset.com, you'll find this episode as well as lots of information about how to be your best self walking forward. And I just launched my new course, Conversations That Empower. Man, times are changing, right? And it's time for us to really think about our communication skills so we can be the best we can. I had a mom email me the other day and she just said, thank you so much for the course. She had to have her first parent teacher conference after all of this time in person. And she admitted that she got some nerves and she really was like, wow, I need to talk to this teacher about some serious things. She used the four steps that I have in the course. And she said that they both walked away from that conversation with tools and strategies they had developed together for her son. And man, it just warms my heart. You guys look on my product page and get the course. You will not regret it. Learning conversation skills is one of the most important things you can do for not only you, but for your family. So it's time for me to sign off. Until next time, keep in touch and take care.